Hey folks, it's Rob Marshall here. Thanks for joining us today in what is a very special but somewhat sad episode of Heart of the Bookkeeper. As we remember and celebrate the life but mourn the recent passing of one of the giants in the bookkeeping community of Australia, Rick Freitag. If you are tuning in today and you are not aware of the impact that Rick Freitag made on the evolution of bookkeeping here in Australia, then I encourage you to keep listening. It is truly inspiring. For those who did know Rick or perhaps knew of Rick, the following will bring back some memories of times past, I believe, and will hopefully assist with some of the shock and grief of losing Rick to our community. In late December 2022, I had an amazing conversation with Rick on the phone. We chatted for ages, whereby in the end, I asked him to be our first guest on Heart of the Bookkeeper for 2023 in February, so that I could help him share the incredible journey that he had been on to date in the world of bookkeeping and accounting software here in Australia. Sadly, in the final week of January 2023, Rick suffered a sudden health event that saw his untimely passing and the opportunity for us to hear his story from the man himself was lost. Instead, we have chosen to not leave things at that and in an attempt to still hear his wonderful story, this will now come from four people in this episode who for differing and various reasons were hugely impacted by Rick. I first came across Rick in the late 1990s as my journey into bookkeeping and as a brand new MYOB CC was just taking off. Rick was already the man. He was instrumental in a form of support to many of us back then that we all take for granted today and was simply huge in my own development into bookkeeping. I will share in this episode during my conversation with one of our guests the very first time I ever encountered Rick in the flesh. You had to have been there to see it. He was simply a rock star in our industry. To Gabby and to the extended family of Rick, we hope that we can do you and Rick proud in this episode and we extend our deepest, deepest sympathies. Rick 100% deserves all the accolades that you are about to hear. So please sit back and now hear from some amazing people in our community talking about one of the most amazing of all time. And let's simply celebrate the life of the incredible Rick Freitag. As we celebrate the amazing life of Rick Freitag, it's a pleasure under sad circumstances, but it's a pleasure to uh, bring into the podcast today somebody who is clearly uh, very connected and has been a long time connected with Rick, one of his uh, close allies, somebody who's worked with him for a long, long time now, and that's uh, Nick Parsons from Nick for Biz. Nick, welcome to Heart of the Bookkeeper and thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much, Rob. It is such an honour and a pleasure to be here. I was so pleased when I got your call. Yeah, um, look, as we mentioned when we had a bit of a chat on the phone, I don't think there's a person I've spoken to that hasn't said your name in connection with Rick Freitag. So you 
you absolutely have an, had an amazing connection with him and I really want to dive into that and help our listeners. And there's a lot of listeners who, who, who will be tuning in right now who didn't know Rick and I'm, I'm really hopeful that you can give us some insights as we examine why Rick was so special and so important to the bookkeeping community of Australia. So be, just before we do that, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and your bookkeeping journey and then how you first came to to be associated or come to know Rick? Yeah, great question. Um, I had a huge history in admin, I guess, uh, like a lot of girls of my age, left school, started a, you know, sort of reception, moved up to secretary, moved up to personal assistant. Um, I got to a point where I was a bit bored with all of that and thought I'd like to specialise in something and I'd always had a fascination with numbers. So it felt like the natural progression after that was to become a bookkeeper. So I sort of started that. I'd worked in, dabbled in a few small businesses and bits and pieces. It happened through a partner at the time who I was helping with the books with his business and we got a lady in to help with some of that stuff who I'm not sure how but she knew Rick and she knew of the Saturday afternoon workshops which a lot of local people here know of and suggested I go. And so I went to one and I met him and I was – slightly somewhat intimidated by his knowledge right from that day one. (laughs) That's where I met him and decided that there was a huge fountain of knowledge there that I wanted to be part of. He certainly, and I I wanted to probably examine this a little bit. At times when I first met him, and uh, this is your recollections, not mine, but at times when I met him and I've talked to other people, he could be a little bit intimidating. You know, he was was a reasonably, you know, tall man and he had a presence about him, didn't he, that sort of said, uh, you know, I'm pretty confident about what I'm talking about here and you do well to listen sort of thing. So, uh, Yeah. yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Did you sort of after a while come to understand that there was a deeper side to Rick and, a, you know, a different, that that wasn't necessarily an aggressive demeanour? Yeah, definitely. Um, perhaps that's just my fortune and being an insightful person as well. But I could see through that, although there was a bit of a facade <laughs> that was, you know, as you say, quite, you know, he has quite physical stature as well and, and so much knowledge and afraid of very little um, so all of that comes across. But, yeah, I just saw something else underneath that and perhaps that was reciprocal, um, which is why he sort of let me through that front gate a little bit as time went by, the more we got to know each other. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely a gentle, soft, kind-hearted human side in there that not as many people got to see, I don't think. Can you can you give us a few insights of your time, you know, working and, and we, we spoke about this on the phone the other day, you, you were at times really connected with especially his involvement in, in earlier days with MYOB and also through to the establishment of ICB. You, you sort of told me a few things that I did, absolutely didn't know about. Do you want to give the listeners some insights into the sort of incredible work ethic that Rick had to and the passion when bookkeeping still wasn't really, you know, I won't say funky, but certainly was, was still finding its way? Yeah, absolutely. I guess we were all a bit nerdy in the early days if you said to someone you're a bookkeeper. Um, But, yeah, look, he was so instrumental in, um, and and to use all the buzzwords, even pioneering of things like the uh, resources, which we now know to be extensive on the ICB website that we as members have access to. And a lot of those original uh, resources came from his original work notes of all of our Saturday afternoon gatherings with groups of us who would get together and discuss these things. And so he developed these work notes, which got sort of handed through. And uh, I hope I'm not 
incorrect with the facts uh, relating to that, but I'm led to believe he was responsible for, you know, starting a lot of those things, which then evolved into the massive resource there is now. The same with certified consultants with MIOB um, and others may be able to tell this story better than me, but he was, again, very instrumental in putting together the support group of people that became the certified consultants, what people know as the CC group. And he was also, you know, the one that got those people together and was the support to those people um, who, you know, all had great knowledge. But a lot of them, and, and it's a fairly small group, I believe, will all say the same, that most of what they, you know, learnt came from those workshops with him and the support that he gave. And he was the one that decided that needed to happen. The support needed to be there for those people who were actually doing those jobs. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, um, I've recently said to somebody uh, the word MYBCC, it was it was huge, you know, when I was coming through the ranks, you might say, in the late 90s, you know, everybody aspired to be an MYBCC, obviously, you know, for those who are, are very uh, connected with zero and, and reckon these days, uh, these are pre those days, so there was no real major, you know, sort of other opportunities out there and to be an MYBCC was huge and yet it kind of feels like I said to somebody the other day it kind of feels like we're the last of the Jedi you know yes. yeah. <laughs> we're a, yeah. we're a, we're a dying breed sort of thing so um and Rick was extremely proud of of what he did in the CC community and and I can assure that that bit I do know uh, he he was huge his passion for all of those things was second to none I don't know anyone yeah who had that level of passion for the time and the energy and all the things that he gave of himself in those areas for nothing in return, which was really mm. unique in itself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, th- that's spot on. What, if I can ask you, what do you think Rick brought to the broader bookkeeping community of Australia? So, you know, he, he, he clearly was, you know, connected with MYOB, as we know, but he, he brought a, a broader sense in that. And you've already mentioned his connection with ICB, which is obviously significant. But what are, what are some of the takeouts? If somebody's listening right now who didn't really know Rick, from your perspective, from Nick Parsons' point of view, what, what are some of the attributes or things that Rick has left for bookkeepers to, to really benefit from, do you think? I think um, it probably he's helped. It's a tough question. It tough is, question, yeah, isn't it? Think yeah, about that for a yeah. Um, he's, yeah. I think he has also, I think one of the things that, that you could say is he has helped to produce along the way a lot of people like me um, yeah. to help us get our businesses off the ground, to help us feel supported. For anyone who is yep. in any way a so a slightly higher level of knowledge, bookkeeper, bass agent, you know, someone who's sort of been through the ranks and they're, you know, well and truly established in their business and all the rest of it, a lot of us wouldn't be where we are. And I know me, I would not be where I am now and would not have had the experiences. You know, I spent nine years as a network facilitator for ICB meetings of, you know, no less than two meetings majority of the time. And that would never have happened without his encouragement. You know, I spent a lot of time supporting him when he was running those original meetings in Burwood in the old MYOB office. And I'd, mm-hmm. you know, go, he'd pick me up in the morning and I'd go with him and I'd sort of take notes for him during the day and we'd discuss things and we'd debrief <laughs> on the way home. And But he, at that point, was the one that encouraged and said to me, there's no reason why you can't do this. And I was terrified, even though I loved the idea. Mm. I didn't have the self-confidence in the beginning to think that I could do that. And he was the one that really pushed and encouraged me to do that. 
So he's been so responsible in some ways for, yes, it's come from me and I've had to do the work, but without that level of encouragement and that constant someone there to support you when you feel like you're not sure, and I know I'm not alone where that's concerned. I think there's a lot of people yeah. like me who he's helped over the years to encourage and to support and, you know, for whatever direction people have chosen to go in with any of those things. I think he's really had a lot to do with that. Oh, I love that. That's a, you, you, you say yeah, that was a tough question and it was, but you've answered that perfectly in my mind for who Rick was as I knew him and you, you knew him clearly way more than I did. But I think your call out there is that what Rick was saying is, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody who's more experienced than you if you're a bookkeeper and, and, and partner alongside them. And that's clearly what you did and certainly to a degree I did and with others in our community. Uh, just because somebody's maybe a bit older uh, doesn't mean that, you know, they, they're not connected. They qu- clearly are. And, uh, I mean, not even calling out, I mean, uh, sadly, it wasn't as if Rick was old. I no. mean, he was still, you know, it's still a sprightly man. Um, so we're going to obviously miss him greatly as we've called out uh, a few times already. Yes, there's been plenty of tears. <laughs> yeah, plenty of tears I, I, I was going to say... Uh, mm. Obviously, um, you know, for Gabby and the family, it's it's um, been a been, been a very very tough time, and and I want to echo that for you and and for those who are really closely connected with Rick at the end of of his time here on on this planet. Um, Thank you. And that and that's pr- probably where I want to sort of wrap this up. If there was, you know, some if you if you could sum up Rick from your time, your experience working so closely with him. Yep. Um, if there was a legacy that he's left behind, other than obviously what we've already said, what what do you think that would be? What would what, when you think, you know, when you when you reflect on Rick's life and what he did, mm. what do you what comes to mind? A couple of things, and if I may just take a moment, there's a couple of sort of quick, I guess, anecdotes I'd like to share that were personal moments. Yeah, please do. Him. Yeah, um, a lot of people know that particularly when it came to the annual ICB conference, as it was known then. Um, we used to attend that often together. And so he'd pick me up in the early hours of the morning in his little sports car and we'd drive up to the city and we'd spend the day, you know, running amok and occasionally misbehaving at the back of the room, um, <laughs> you know, and then we would, you know, get back in the car with the roof off by that stage because it didn't matter what my hair looked like by the time we were heading home. Um, so whether it was a sunroof or soft top or whatever he was driving, so, you know, roof would be off and we would turn the music up loud and we would cruise home to the music and, you know, debrief over the, the meeting for the day and what have you. And there was one particular occasion he had a little car with a, a sunroof and we were driving through the middle of Melbourne CBD afterwards. He had a, a quick stop to make. We stopped. We got back in the car and lo and behold, I ended up with bird poo on my head through the through the sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> to which he thought was absolutely hilarious and never let me forget it. It was it was something that wow. came up over and over. So there was a lot of those funny things. I spent some sort of weekends, Saturday afternoons, working with him in his little office in Mornington where he used to prepare computers for people. And we'd turn yep. the music up. He introduced me to certain music and a, a particular band, actually, which is a great band if anyone's interested in um, looking up a band called First Aid Kit. They're fabulous. Um, First aid kit. Yeah, okay, I'll check it out. That was one of his He loved country music. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he, we would sit there and, and, you know, do the computer things. I was helping him set things up and we'd crank the music up and 
you know, we'd have the chocolate bickies and all those things that he loved. So from a personal perspective, I think there's a few of those really human funny moments that I feel so blessed I got to spend that time and have that with him that I'm sure there are probably people who would be, you know, who have never seen that side to him. In terms of the broader, what you asked me originally, what legacy does he leave? I don't think his shoes can ever be filled. I don't think there has ever been Mm. anyone, uh, when I think of his just professional nature, the the stuff that he did for people, how much he did for how many people and the level of knowledge that he had that is sadly now a lot of that is has gone with him. I don't think there ever was and ever will be again someone who has that much knowledge. He was almost a freak of nature in the kindest way um, because yeah. I've never seen it in anyone else. And, you know, I, I took as much of that as I could he has always been so incredibly giving and everyone that knows him, especially his clients, you know, all know that. He would always give so much of himself and his knowledge and his time. Um, I just hope that, you know, there can be other things that are remembered and I will continue to do what I can, I suppose, to carry that baton uh, in whatever way. Yeah. The things that he's taught me and the things I now mentor to other bookkeepers and business owners Um, One of the sayings he had, which has never left me, was that people will never remember what you said and they will never remember what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And I know he stole that Mm. from somewhere, but that was something (laughs) that he lived by and he used to say that often in the, the early days especially. And those sorts of things that he would say made a real impact on people like me along the way and helped me grow to be who I am. So I've got an awful lot to thank him for. That's beautiful, Nick. I don't know if we can uh, put a better full stop on that. You know, we'll never um, obviously be able to put a full stop on on Rick Freitag and what he's done for our community, but I think you, the way you've just summed that up is beautiful and, and we thank you for that. We thank you for your time today, for your recollections of Rick and, and the emphasis on this episode is to not only honour his life but also make those who perhaps didn't even know Rick know, know that you can have a huge impact in our humble profession of bookkeeping, our professional bookkeeper is is many and varied and Rick Freitag exemplified all those great attributes that we really all seek to try and attain, I reckon. So, Nick, thanks uh, for, for joining us today. We hope that you can, you know, uh, work through your grief of losing what was a very, very good friend and close workmate, I guess you could say, and uh, again... Nick Parsons, thank you for joining us today on Heart of the Bookkeeper. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's been sad, but obviously a real pleasure to be part of. Thanks, Nick. Leanne Berry is the Community Relations Manager for MYB, but more importantly, a, a favourite of the ICB, long-time member, and uh, just quietly the uh, the topic of episode four of Heart of the Bookkeeper. Um, Leanne, it's, it's a sad time that we get together, um, but uh, welcome to Heart of the Bookkeeper. Yeah, thank you, Rob. It's really great to be here again. And yes, it is really a sad time for us all in the in the whole community of both MYOB and ICB and our bookkeeping community around Australia. Absolutely. It's probably very much the the MYOB aspect of Rick's life that I want to focus on with with our discussion today. You've you've got that clear connection, obviously. But before we do, from a personal point of view, do you kind of recollect or have some recollections of when you first met Rick or encountered Rick? And, you know, at that point, how did he impact on you as a bookkeeper? 
Yeah, look, um, I can't actually name the year um, that, that <laughs> I first met Rick, but I, I, there was a couple of ca- occasions where I met him in the same year. I'd heard of him and I'd, I'd heard of him around the traps and, and all of that sort of thing. But in the same year, we... Um, we were looking at education for a Bookkeeping Institute of Australia um, and the cert for and delivering training and all that sort of thing. And in a room with people like Mel Foote, um, uh, Rick, myself, a number of other bookkeepers around Australia, um, looking at, at building, you know, this education. And I was just yep. blown away by by Rick's um, willingness to share. You know, I'd, I'd seen some of his yeah. resources, never really gone into a lot of them, but, you know, he was giving free of not only his experience but all these resources that, you know, when you look at those resources on his website, the hours that he put into the development of those and the collaboration that he worked on, but he was so free of giving to those right up until he, you know, Christmas of last year when, you know, he was putting the posts out on all our our, um, community groups around, here's the resources, share them freely, all of that sort of thing. But, you know, I've written training books and, you know, for 10 years I wrote training books and I know the hours and the sweat, blood and tears I put into that. Um, Rick was, you know, through the years of the desktop software, Rick was updating those, but they weren't only MYOB resources. They were business resources. They were starting a business resource. They were Consulting resources, anything he laid his hands on or he developed, he shared just willingly with the community. And so that was one. And then the next one, I think, was an MYOB conference. And, and you know, we sat down and I think we were having afternoon drinks um, and, and we started, you know, shooting the breeze and solving the problems and, um, you know, <laughs> recognising Rick's absolute passion for our community was, you know, he wore his heart on his sleeve in that respect. Mm, he sure did, and oh, that's coming through with some of the the, uh, the guests that we're speaking about, and and some of the recollections that have been flooding in about Rick and his impact on the bookkeeping community. He he certainly was. He he just always seemed bigger than life itself. Yeah, my first um, recollections of Rick were his role as an MYB certified consultant. Rick was somebody who did some amazing things in the partner community for MYOB. And I believe, I know you've uh, sort of dived into the the, the annals of uh, MYOB and got a few stats there. Do you want to just roll those out for us? Yeah, certainly. So Rick joined uh, MYOB back in 1993. God, that seems like such a long time ago now, <laughs> almost 30 years so he was one of our longest serving partners with 29 years of membership. He was a certified consultant and he was also a gold partner. Um, I remember like joining NYOB 18 months ago, I, I um, started getting the emails from Rick and, and you know, his passion for what NYOB did and, and you know, um, his clients. But, you know, one of the things that I used to giggle about was every one of his clients was a VIP client, you know, and, yeah. and he would call it out and he would send the emails to the seat from the CEO down to lowly old me in the partner community and everybody <laughs> in between that he thought may have an impact on what he was suggesting or what he was trying to achieve or the, the problem that he was having with with um, you know a, an issue with his client or whatever that was so again that passion um, you know that his mindset around his clients this community um, you know was always about it the growth of it the VIPness of it the the you know the wealth of experience of it and just that overall sense of community. So he embodied all of those things in his tenure 
um, in the business community. You know, I, I had the privilege of, you know, um, helping Rick, Rick, um, Rick with issues through ICB as well. Um, and as yep. being a board member and seeing him at conferences and all of that sort of thing. And yep. he was he was relentless, <laughs> I think is a yes. great word, um, yep. but in a good way. He, you know, he just was so single-minded about making sure that we had what we needed, that his opinions were were heard and listened to and the impact that he had was significant. It certainly was. And, you know, just continuing on the MYOB thread, which we really wanted to pick up on because it was so strong, you know, he had that that strong sense of family when it came to MYOB. And, and I'll call it out again, you know, this, this was in a period of time where Zero and Reckon in particular probably weren't in the market, well, definitely weren't in the marketplace. So no. I kind of feel as though Rick would have grabbed anything and gone passionately with it, but MYOB was a huge important part of his life and and uh, I can remember the actual the first year I met Rick 2001 it was the Geelong MYOB certified consultants conference and uh, not Geelong Glenelg I keep getting those yeah. two mixed up and uh, uh, I I was uh, fresh face from Western Australia flew Flew to Glenelg, who had to well to Adelaide. I'd never been to Adelaide before. Went to the Stamford at Glenelg. Went into this room on the first day, as you know, MYB would, as as they do, still have huge gatherings of partners, and was sitting there, and it was a little bit of quiet. And the next minute, there was this huge ruckus from the back of the room, and I, I think, what the heck is going on here? And I looked around, and it was like. You know, and I say this with the utmost respect, it was like the second coming of Jesus, you know. It was, uh, he he walked in the room and everybody just flocked to him. Now, clearly, I think Rick would be the first to say that he wasn't quite at that status, but that's sort of how it, it, it reminded, I, I was only reminded of that recently, of how he was just almost like a rock star yeah. of MYOB yeah. um, back in those times. Look, amazing. I, I, I think we would be nobody would would um, raise a, raise an eye for us calling him the patriarch of the MYOB certified consultant community. Yeah, um, you definitely. Know, there, there's few people that have had an impact on our community in such a way that Rick has, and I think anybody that is a certified consultant in the MYOB community has been touched by Rick in some way, shape, or form over that 30 years of his impact in in our community. Yes, absolutely. Just finally, you mentioned, you kind of weaved in there, um, there's two more things I just want to run by you, Leanne, as we reflect on Rick Freitag's life and in particular his impact in the MYOB sphere. You mentioned about just his willingness to want to help anyone, anytime. Do you want to just sort of expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, look, it was nothing for Rick to, to go out of his way to welcome people at conferences, to go out of his way to talk to new partners at conferences, to go out of his way to to make sure that you were okay, you know, even if it was just in passing. You know, I remember, you know, I'd be on the ICB stand or, you know, at, at an MYAB conference and Rick would just walk past and go, you okay, Leanne? Yeah, yeah Rick, mm. thanks, you know, that sort of thing. It was just, you know, just his manner. I mean, he was so, you know... I often, I often looked at him and he had that kind of, that mm, persona of my dad in, in a lot of ways. Do you know what I mean? He was yeah. just 
He yeah. was the father to us. Is that, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to explain that impact. Um, and yeah. everybody has has got different memories, but they all converge at that same point of he went out of his way to help me. Yes. So, you know, that that is tr- a true gentleman, I think. Absolutely, yeah, and I think that's a great word for Rick. It's gentleman. For those who didn't know Rick, you know, he was he was a significantly you know, imposing man, um, he was. and but he was a, he was gentle, you know, yeah. and and he he was just always so willing to engage, and you know that's what I witnessed back in Glenelg in two thousand and one. Yeah. You know, people were flocking to him because they knew he would talk to them and yeah. engage with them and impart his knowledge at that point. Uh, onto them, which which people were keen to to, to seek, you know. So uh, incredible, incredible, and significant person in our space. Definitely. I want to finish with MYB, and uh, and I suspect uh, you had a your hand in this, land, But uh, MYB did sort of put out a a call for condolences from the yeah. community, and I uh, just wondered if you wanted to share a little bit of of what's come through from that. Um, look, uh, you know, when when we first kind of started to share the news of, of of Rick's passing, you know, a couple of the people in the community, in our old CC list community said, you know, they, they just wanted to express their feelings. And so um, one of them suggested this and I thought, well, NYB is best place to be able to do this. So we had our kudos board, a virtual, a virtual condolence book, if you like. So I've had that open for the last couple of weeks and it's just... You know, it's been a place where our community could go and it's been not only our community, interestingly, it's it's got out into clients that Rick impacted from IT to business support and all of that sort of thing as well. So it's given people a place to to express their thanks to Rick, to share their stories about, you know, who he was and how he was, you know, and it, and it all has the same flair of what we've been talking about, Rick, you know, uh, talking about Rob, you know, things like the impact that he had, profound impact, yeah. ability to share his knowledge, legendary resources, and his ability yeah. to always be there to, to lend a hand you know knowledge yeah. came through enthusiasm came through generosity I think it came through in every post so it was nice to be able to have that that place where people could just post some information or post a story or um, you know there was a lovely one that, um, from Danny Hayden and I don't think Danny would mind me calling this out the Rickisms and the process of being rectified will be a lasting legacy and I think that <laughs> in itself is the true embodiment I think there's not a person that hasn't been at some point in their certified consultant or MYOB career rectified yeah absolutely yes I do kind of recollect a few uh, quiet ales with Danny and Rick after a few MYOB conferences. Absolutely. So yeah, I reckon uh, I reckon Danny's yeah. absolutely nailed that. It's yeah, so, so good. It's so just been lovely. And look, you know, he was he was the unofficial leader. He was the king. He was you know so many things. And um, you know, to Gabby and his family, you know. The, I've been there. I've done that. I know. I know yeah. what it's like to, to lose your lifelong yeah. partner, and and you know the tough times that they have to go through. But when we finally close this board down and get this through to Gabby, I hope this will be a lasting memory for her and her family of the impact and how how um, well thought of Rick was within our community. So I hope this this is just something that will give her comfort. Um, and give the yeah. family comfort and for, for many years to come just to see how impactful and, and how wonderful he was and how much we really admired and respected him. 
And also, I just, I suspect, I'm, I'm pretty confident that Rick would be just so humbled by the comments that have been put on that board. He was a humble guy as it was, as you me. know. I mentioned about the second coming before. There's no way on the planet Rick would ever saw himself oh, in that sort of light. He absolutely. was just so humble, so real, so willing to yep. to, to engage um, with anybody, anytime, anywhere. And I think that's what really uh, made him so popular. Um, yep. But also uh, the thing I want to call out, and especially again, for those who are listening that didn't know Rick, you know, it, it's a great example of what we can achieve in our community as bookkeepers. You know, there's so much we can give we can keep giving back to a community that will accept every time whatever we have to give because um, I think we're, that's the type of community we are in. Um, MYAB clearly was strong in Rick's life. I know somebody, you know, one of your uh, work friends, uh, Dale Dixon, was extremely close to Rick and spent a lot of time with Rick over many, many years and I can uh, almost hear Dale now saying, you know, how 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 uh, incredibly important Rick was to him as MYOB developed its product over many years. So, yeah. so much impact, so many special moments in, in Rick's life associated with MYOB in particular, Leanne. And it's yeah. been wonderful to have you join us and share some of that on Heart of the Bookkeeper today. Thank you, Rob. Really appreciate the opportunity to have a chat with you. And, you know, um, can I just say, you know, God bless you, Rick, and I hope you're up there resting peacefully. Yeah. Thanks, Leanne. That's fantastic. Thank you. Rick Van Dyke is joining me now. Rick is the Chief Development Officer of the ICB. Rick is somebody who has worked alongside Rick. It's the two Ricks basically for a long, long time now. Rick Van Dyke and Rick Freitag are very much ingrained with a lot of the innovations that we now take for granted again in bookkeeping. So I was really thrilled that Rick would join us today and it's going to be a bit confusing because there's Rick and Rick, but uh, Rick Van Dyke, thanks for joining us today on Heart of the Bookkeeper. Uh, Thanks, uh, Rob. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, It's actually put a smile to my face in the Rick and the Rick because in the early days, um, Rick Freitag was known as Rick number one and I was known as Rick number two. (laughs) And he would ring me up and say, hello, Rick number two, and I'd go, hello, Rick number one. And (laughs) I think about on my 10-year anniversary with uh, ICB, uh, he gave me as a gift the promotion to Rick number one. (laughs) And in a funny sort of way, doesn't that really call out Rick Freitag, because he never, ever actually wanted to be number one. You know, he, he, he quite often found himself, as I've uh, um, mentioned with a couple of the other guests that we've already had, you know, in the limelight, but I don't necessarily ever sought that, you know, and he was he was quite a, a humble man, as I've said a couple of times. Absolutely. Um, when you actually talk to him uh, or in an environment where he's talking to the bookkeeper community, he is such a, a beacon uh, you know, a very extremely confident, knowledgeable person. Yeah. Um, but when you get down to it, he is—he was a very humble person, and yeah. that was one of his beautiful, one of his many beautiful qualities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. His ability to give. We're celebrating that with Rick in the sad passing. Um, but Rick number, we'll go with Rick number two. I think we'll elevate Rick Freitag back to number one. Just for this episode, does that, that sound fair? I think that's very appropriate. Yeah, I reckon that almost seems appropriate, doesn't it? So yeah. tell, tell me um, a little bit about um, Rick Freitag was 
extremely, uh, um, what's the word, entwined in the, some ways the, the founding of ICB. Um, we don't necessarily recognise him as a founder, but certainly he was very much entwined in that. Can you tell me a little bit about Rick's involvement in the early days of the ICB, of the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers? Absolutely. Um, I think Rick was with um, ICB very shortly after its inception and uh, he was, I believe, fundamental to putting the foundation, getting ICB off the ground. Um, one of those was that he actually provided phone support. Yeah. So at that time, and I think still today, we're the uh, only bookkeeping association that provides phone support. Mm. Rick pioneered that that concept of actually picking up the fo- uh, picking up the phone, talking to a bookkeeper, and helping them through their um, troubles. Um, and it was great because the members would call our admit admin team. The admin team would then call Rick. Are you free to take this call? And he would take the call and spend whatever time he needed to to support that member. It's, it's amazing because, again, it's one of those things about our association, for those who are listening and are, are members of the association, we just sort of take that for granted now that, you know, you, we have our support lines and we've got our various staff that uh, I'm, I'm privileged to manage on a daily basis taking those calls along with you, Rick, and your team that take calls on a daily basis. And yet it wasn't obviously always that case. And to think that uh, Rick Rick, number one, was uh, taking those calls almost off his own bat without the sort of infrastructure that we have is quite amazing, really. Yeah, and I'd really like to sort of point out that um, through his entire time of doing the phone support, and I think that was probably close to eight years, um, at no stage did he ever charge for it. Wow. He never charged ICB for it. And I know Matthew's... Uh, quite often said, Rick, give me an invoice, give me an invoice. He said, no, I'm here to support the community. And that's that's the charity of of Rick's heart that we've... um already had evidenced in a, in a couple of other commentaries with the, uh, the other guests that we've had so far. Obviously, he was influential, uh, influential, that's the word, I'll get it out eventually, with uh, the, the founding or early days of the ICB. But what are your other memories of his involvement in the bookkeeping community generally? And, you know, as, a, as I've mentioned a few times already, this podcast is celebrating Rick's life. We also have listeners who perhaps didn't know Rick at all and I want to hopefully use this as an opportunity for those listeners to, to tap into some gold mines of Rick's life that they might be able to learn from and use as well in their own bookkeeping journey. Um, look, when uh, I first uh, met Rick and I did that when I was working at NYOB and he was a certified consultant um, at that time, he was running um, monthly meetings for the certified consultants to, to actually help them, uh, of which he, again, wasn't charging for. Mm. And I don't, I blew, I'm, not, I'm not 100%, but I actually think the network meetings of ICB today evolved from Rick's monthly CC meetings. And after a while, uh, when I joined ICB, he, uh, I asked him, uh, could he run a dedicated one for the bookkeepers mm. um, and whether they were using NYB or not, and he's gladly. And, again, the generosity of the man, you know, he would spend hours and hours preparing for these meetings, preparing notes, 
having support documents, um, technical documents, not only on the accounting software, but also in computer problems. Yeah. You know, a lot of the um, bookkeepers, when you're dealing at that time with the desktop software, there are a lot of environmental issues and uh, a bookkeeper had to be a computer technician to some degree as well. And Rick was that support to them. He, he brought so much to the community and we've been, again, just calling it out, celebrating that. But he often had some out there ideas. Uh, you might want to call them brilliant. I, I'm happy to call them brilliant, but they were sometimes a little bit out there. Uh, he certainly was polarising, wasn't he, at times with uh, some of the things. Uh, I was, uh, you might say, victim to, to Rick in recent times coming to me and saying, Rob, I think ICB should do this. And Nine times out of ten, I'd look at it and go, yeah, absolutely. I reckon you're on the money there, Rick. But occasionally I'd go, ooh, okay, I'm not really sure on that one. So what's your recollections of some of uh, Rick's brilliant, we'll go with brilliant ideas in the in the bookkeeping community? I, I like um, the brilliant ideas because he was always coming up with ideas and uh, sometimes they were achievable um, and we were able to implement them. Yeah. Um, other times... Um, we needed a big bucket of money to make them actually possible. Mm. The one that really sticks on my mind and it sort of got off the ground was his concept of going to the banks, speaking to them and saying, look, we've got an offering, we've got something that you can actually provide your business customers, which is going to be good, um, that the bank would actually fund us to help our members go in and actually do a health check on that business. Which was, a, which was a brilliant idea because the reality is that the better the books, and we all know it's bookkeepers, the better the books of a business, the better it is for the bank yeah. and for the business. Yeah. It was a brilliant idea. And yep. um, it actually did evolve. It took quite a few years, but it did evolve to actually the ANZ Bank coming on board. Mm. Um, and we were starting to try and get that going. Um, but unfortunately, when you're dealing with uh, big corporations, there is change of departments, change of ideas, and the person in the bank at that time who was very passionate about it, like Rick, moved on and sort of lost it. But to me, that always sticks in my mind of a brilliant idea that had been really taken up, um, I think it would have been beneficial to not only businesses but also bookkeepers, to the banks, it, it was a brilliant idea. And I think what you're calling out there, and I've had my own experiences with Rick um, with those sort of brilliant ideas as well, as I've said, is that he just never stopped thinking outside the square or outside the box when it came to bookkeeping. And I think that's one of the things that we as a community, as we continue to mature over the years, sadly past Rick, we really need to keep that. We need those sort of people in our community challenging things, coming up with new ideas, throwing them out there. Sometimes they'll get legs or grow legs and then other times they may not. Um, but certainly in my mind, in the phase of history that bookkeeping is still at here in Australia, there is so much more we can do and there is so much more we can achieve. And that only comes on the back of those who can see those sort of visions and are willing to put themselves out there. And that's, that, that's my way, that's my lasting memory of Rick, is that he was never afraid to want to 
put out there something, whatever it was, and just see where it went. And quite often, uh, it, it did actually grow legs, like you say. Um, but we, we're blessed to, to have the memories of somebody like you, Rick, number two, and uh, and we've heard from Leanne and, and from Nick in particular about those sort of things that made Rick Freitag somebody special in our community. Anything finally, Rick, that you wanted to share with us about Rick Freitag or any uh, memories that uh, will stick with you forever? Uh, I think just how much of an inspiration he was. Yeah. Whenever you caught up with him, you always brought your notebook yep. um, or something because he was going, he'll always go, well, what about this and what about that? And yep. he, he, he challenged us, mm. you know, which was good. He was a person that would, you know, in some ways I would um, dread catching up with him because I'd come out with a list <laughs> or I've got some things that are impossible to do. But, but on the positive side of that, it was he challenged us. And that's what, to me, apart from his giving um, and his beautiful personality, uh, I, I think if we can aspire to that, that, you know, we're not afraid to be challenged. Yep. Um, and that is what sort of sits very much in my mind. Well, Rick, number two, thank you very much for joining us today on Heart of the Bookkeeper. I know that um, I spoke to a lot of people who said if there was somebody connected with Rick, number one, that, you know, could give some good recollections, especially around the early and formation days of the ICB. Um, it was your name just kept coming up. So uh, we're really pleased that you would join us today on a, on a sad occasion, but also on a, with that opportunity to celebrate Rick number one's life. And uh, I think... Um, I think for many of us, um, and no, this is a, this may be a bit sad for you, but I think he might always be Rick number one. I think he might just <laughs> hold that mantle off into eternity. Um, so, yes. So thanks for joining us today, Rick. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Absolutely my pleasure. Cheers, mate. Joining me now on this episode of, um, this special episode of Heart of the Bookkeeper, I've got somebody very special himself. It's somebody that uh, we have heard the voice of on Heart of the Bookkeeper before in a previous episode. And uh, I'm speaking, of course, about somebody who was a, a really, really close friend, somebody who knew, knew Rick very well. Uh, welcome back to Heart of the Bookkeeper, John Burse. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for the opportunity to honour Rick. It is it's it's it is a great opportunity, I guess. It's a very sad opportunity because I don't think uh, any of us expected that we would be talking about Rick in this sense. I suppose at this at this time, but you are somebody I know that has had uh, a great connection with Rick um, over a period of time. What what I, uh, I've asked this of a couple of the guests that we've had so far. What what are your first memories of meeting Rick, and what were your impressions? Well, I remember meeting Rick at the Bass Ag meetings, the ATO meetings, where uh, Rick was uh, a fierce advocate for bookkeepers and uh, uh, also attending his meetings in Mornington where Rick was uh, uh, talking about uh, the, the need for bookkeepers to be able to do tax work. Uh, this is prior to ICB and prior to the Bass Agent regime. Yeah, so it was... It what what uh, no, I've had a couple of conversations with that, with you about this in the past. Effectively, what it's calling out is what a pioneer Rick was, I guess. And um, you know, do you want to just explain to the listeners, you know, what was BASAG and why it was so important at the time? Well, BASAG was set up by the ATO to actually uh, be a uh, 
uh, essentially a, um, uh, a reference group for, uh, for, for bookkeepers or BAS agents to, uh, to, do, yep. to do co-design with the ATO. And uh, uh, Matthew, yep. Matthew's been a, uh, a member of uh, BAS AG for a long time and very valuable ICB's input into the BAS AG was uh, very well appreciated. And, and Rick, uh, on his own fruition, because uh, he never got paid, he wasn't an employee of, uh, of MYOB or ICB, but he was still prepared to go and, uh, and uh, advocate for bookkeepers. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that's been coming through regularly through the the previous guests that we've had speaking about Rick, is that he just was willing to do all this stuff and never never get charged for it. Uh, Rick Van Dyke's just recounted how Rick would do work for ICB and and Matthew Addison, who you referred to a moment ago, would say, "Look, send us an invoice." And no, 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 I'm sending you an invoice. So just. It's absolutely passionate about the industry. Yeah, and it lives on, actually. Uh, the uh, As I mentioned, I think, in my uh, podcast, uh, rick.com.au uh, yep. website, uh, which would yes. be great to see ICB uh, continue, um, which actually I think, uh, you know, you also had uh, Nicole. Uh, I think, Nicole, we could probably change mm-hmm. it to nick.com.au. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but that was a fa- fabulous resource. Again, one that Rick never looked to charge for and... Uh, I, as as a, uh, a previous educator, I was a high school teacher and I marvelled at uh, Rick's ability yes. to run a meeting and to actually go through and do a, um, a checklist for bookle- bookkeepers across a number of activities. And he used to soak in comments from everybody. So it was a living document. Uh, it used to change. He used to bring mm. up the document of how to, how to do a certain activity that bookkeepers need to do, like end-of-year activity and... And um, he, he used to adapt the, um, the, the checklist based on uh, input from people. So he was a, a very collaborative person and uh, a very generous person. Absolutely. So, and it's, I'm guessing it's R-I-C-K, rick.com. That's yeah. the, the website yeah, rick, rick you're yeah, rick.com.au. Yeah. Yeah. .au, yeah. And, and that, that site is still active yes. and still available. And so... If you're listening in and you're still, still sort of going, um, you know, I sort of knew Rick or I, I think I know, you know, even if you go and check out his website, you'll marvel at the amount of content on there that he had that was available to bookkeepers to be able to tap into and to benefit from, which is, is, is truly his legacy. It, it really is. And we've called that out a couple of times. Another very interesting part was he used to say, always uh, make sure clients pay you in advance. And make sure they've always got Tim Tams. Yep. Tim Tams available for you to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, I was contacted actually yeah. after after Rick's passing. I was contacted by uh, Louise and Graham from um, uh, Exfoliators, a client of his, for 25 years, and uh, they they were just saying wow. how irre- irreplaceable Rick was. And um, you might have been able to find someone who knew MYB or someone who knew IT. It was very rare to have someone like Rick who had incredible skills in uh, in how to set up a server, uh, how to set up printers, and yep. uh, how to set up MYB. Yep. You know, the whole the whole gambit. Absolutely, that, and I mean that was that was part of the toolkit, wasn't it, John? Back in the day, as a bookkeeper, you kind of had to be that all rounder, and not suggesting that you don't have to be today. But Rick 
to Rick sort of pioneered that in some ways, that that ability to go into a client and be able to deal with not just the bookkeeping but the IT and all the other aspects. Quite often you had to be a social counsellor and all sorts of things at the same time and Rick Rick was really a, uh, a master at that. You, you mentioned about that particular client. Uh, I, th- I suspect that he had numerous clients that will clearly be, you know, devastated well, by the yeah. fact that, that uh, he's now not there for them, yeah. Well, in Louise's words, she said uh, it was a 25-year relationship that is really irreplaceable as we have never been close to find such a unique combination that Rick was. So it's wonderful and I think uh, yeah. we can reflect on that on ICB bookkeepers out there who provide a fabulous service to clients and uh, it's not always recognised. Great call, John, great call. And he had quite a number of towards uh, the end, I guess you could say, a, a lot of those bookkeepers that you just referenced as part of his and the, and the network group that, um, that that meets regularly. I think um, Ian Chait and a few others, um, myself and you you and Ian and, and Rick would catch up at conferences and be one of those rare breeds, a, a male in bookkeeping. You know, we haven't, we didn't have too many of those, did we, John? But uh, certainly Rick, uh, Ian, myself, yourself, and, and quite a number of others. We mentioned Danny Hayden before. They're, um, they're definitely a, a rare breed and we're sad. The male fraternity is probably just as sad that uh, we've lost one of those cohorts for, from, our, uh, from our group. And a life member as well, a fellow life member. And, and and I think we, I don't know if we actually have called that out, so I'm glad you have. Rick was a, a life member of the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers, um, which calls out the fact that, you know, the highest, I guess, at the highest level of, of peership, he was absolutely respected. So, uh, yes, I'm glad you brought that to our attention. John, just in closing, did, you know, obviously a sad time, for everybody. Any final reflections as you reflect on the life of Rick Freitag? Just my thoughts to Gabby and, uh, and um, also to Nicole and the people who worked very closely with Rick. Uh, he, he'll be, be sorely missed. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, John, thank, thanks for joining us today on Heart of the Bookkeeper in this special episode where we've, we're trying, we're trying to, to ref, not only reflect but honour Rick Freitag and his life, um, his incredible life. We hope those of you who've tuned into this episode today, and I want to thank Nick Parsons, I want to thank uh, Leanne Berry and also Rick Van Dyke and, of course, John, for taking time out to share some special memories of, of Rick and his life. And uh, I hope as a listener you've you've gained some sort of understanding into to Rick the person and Rick the man, but also Rick the bookkeeper. And uh, we hope that you have uh, been able to, to gain some insights into what an amazing life this man had and the impact he's had on our bookkeeping community. And I suspect we'll continue to have for a long time still yet to come, as you said, John, through, through his website, uh, rick.com.au. So, John, thank you for joining us today. Um, we appreciate it a lot. Thanks, it's a pleasure, Rob. Thanks for asking. And in closing, just want to sort of just call out Rick you're going to be greatly missed we will absolutely miss you you are an absolute rock star a giant of our industry and as I said you will be sorely missed Vale Rick Freitag and uh, thank you for joining us today on Heart of the Bookkeeper.